You're listening to Breaking Out, a podcast by singer, songwriter, and blogger Shannon Rains. This weekly podcast is designed to help believers in all stages of their walk with Christ learn to break out of old ways of thinking that keep them from living the full life that Christ has designed for them. Hello, I'm your host, Shannon Rains, and welcome to this week's episode titled Waiting on God. Have you ever been at a crossroads in life where you really needed to figure everything out or wanted to at that very moment, but just didn't know what to do? Do you feel like you're living in a world you don't even know anymore and feel lost? Oftentimes, we're faced with a lot more questions than we have answers. These past few weeks have been like that for me. When I know the outcome of the situations I'm currently facing, I know God's going to use those as teaching moments. Today I read, Life is lived forward and understood looking backwards. Right now, my teaching moment is hurry up and wait. God and I have had a little bit of a touchy time lately, and I think it's important to highlight this. I can talk to you about God and who He is based on Scripture and paint this rosy, picture-perfect life, but let's be real. Life isn't always perfect. Even God knows we'll face trials, and He simply asks when we're going through those times to put those burdens on Him. And as much as we want everything to turn out great and feel we're somehow owed that, that's actually wrong. Life doesn't turn out that way either. We sometimes take on this false sense of thinking that as Christians, we will have all this stuff in our life that will bring us joy and everything will go smoothly. But Christianity isn't about being full of the things of this world. God has already given us the biggest and best gift we could ever have. And that's eternal life with Him that is abundant and beautiful. This time on earth is such a tiny, 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 did I say tiny, portion of the amazing eternity He's promised for us. In the scope of things, it's a pretty insignificant blurb in our existence. And by insignificant, I mean time frame. Because let's face it, If you're here, then God knows you're significant. Because our time here on earth directs what our time in heaven will look like, it's important that when we get to where we're going, God will want us to account for how we use the gifts that he gave us for his glory and how well we followed him. And if you feel you haven't done that great of a job with those things, it's never too late to start. There are many stories in the Bible of people whose greater calling wasn't discovered or lived out until they were much older. For me, I've had a lot of growing up and learning to do, and I know God's not anywhere near done with what He has for my life. We get so caught up in the worldly things that we miss the most important thing, and that is God. We spend so much time grieving earthly things 
that have nothing to do with our intended purpose on this earth, and we totally miss God's calling for us. Now, if you're anything like me, you may be screaming into the air, so great, what is my calling? Maybe you've been looking for years and still feel lost. I've had a few yelling matches into the heavens on this one as well, showing I clearly was not ready for what God had for me. I like to call them Christian temper tantrums with God, because from the outside eye, that's exactly what I'm sure they looked like to God. And he's all saying, and this is why we can't have nice things. And don't get me wrong, God isn't punishing me, he's preparing me. And my responsibility is to do what any child should do, and that's to respect my father's timing, respect his choices, and continue to trust and follow him. Think of it this way. You have a toddler who insists they can curl their own hair. Now, you know that they could burn themselves, and this would cause them pain. Meanwhile, they're throwing themselves on the ground, screaming and crying, but you know it's going to be several years before they understand how to work that curling iron without getting hurt or without their hair being burnt off. It's not that you're not going to let them do it at some point, but they have some maturing to do. Now apply that to your life with God. He sees you, and he knows where you need to be in order to handle that purpose. And for many of us, that involves maturing. So what do you do during that waiting time? Well, first and foremost, you dive deep into the Bible, Bible studies, anything you can get your hands on that gets you to understand God better. And you pray. You become the person that God asks you to be, and in doing all of that, you'll be left with tidbits of information that will help break some of the weight and the burdens off of you from the things that have been holding you back. And don't think this is going to take reading through the Bible in a month and everything is a-okay. This takes years, your whole life in fact, and little by little, you'll peel back a new layer open a new opportunity, and realize the only thing that you need in this life is God. Now, one thing that came to my mind is people who might be saying, but you can't explain to me the pain of losing someone I love or living life after the death of a child. I know there's a lot of you that are maybe thinking, What's my purpose when really that was all that was important to me? And I don't know entirely why God put this on my heart to say, other than there must be somebody out there that needs to hear this. As someone who's only witnessed others going through this pain, I can't speak for my own experience, but if I can feel a small amount of that pain and that's crushing for me, I can only imagine the feeling of loss and pain that you might be dealing with on a daily basis. The only comfort is knowing that eventually both you and your loved one will be together again. And I know you are sick 
and tired of hearing that because it doesn't fix anything. But what I know is that as you wait on answers, you can become a shelter and a rock for others who are facing this same pain. You can fulfill your calling by supporting others in what is the toughest of all things. There is nothing in this world that you wouldn't do if only you could have back the precious life that meant everything to you. And no, it's not fair. This world is not fair, and you're going to continue to face things that aren't fair. But in all of that, there is still our mission and realizing someday we can ask God why. But in the meantime, we ask God for strength and a peace that surpasses all understanding, and we continue this mission he's put us on the earth to do. Sometimes you're in a situation that makes you question everything about God. You may question if he hears you or if he even likes you. You know, the Bible tells you that he both listens and he loves you. But when you're in some tough life situations where you feel alone, I get it. It's easy to question that. And I don't blame you for it. God doesn't put us in a place where there's no pain, hurt, worry, and anxiousness. Think about Jesus praying on the Mount of Olives. He was so stressed asking God to take this huge burden from him that he was sweating blood. That's some serious anguish. Imagine knowing everything that was going to happen to you, what you were about to face both physically and emotionally over the next week of your life being betrayed, beaten, and crucified. If Jesus wasn't spared that pain, you know we're going to face our own pain as well. But even in that pain, Jesus believed in God and he ultimately ended up fulfilling his purpose. It's not about living this perfect pain-free life. It's about do we trust God through all of it? Do we believe that we have purpose and God will reveal that when it's time? Do we, in the meantime, just become the very best Christians we can until that time comes? I have to say, I've failed pretty bad with this at times. And you may think, as I have from time to time, why would God have us go through all of this stuff if he wants us to trust him? Why does he make us question so many things and feel alone? Well, a couple of things come to mind on that. But some of it's also a choice, isn't it? Am I feeling alone and not heard because things aren't going my way? Am I feeling alone and not heard because what I want isn't happening in my timing? Because I'm going to say that's most likely the case. Again, if we look back, we can usually see how God put together the puzzle pieces of our life and why things happened how they did and when they did. In the moment, we want this instant gratification and answers, and when we don't get it, then the doubt and the questions come in. And you're not alone there. I don't know what the outcome will be of the current trials I'm in, but I do know they will be part of a bigger story that God's working out. And when I have those answers, 
when God reveals that and puts into place his plans, boy, is that going to be one heck of a story. It's been a real challenge for me lately to navigate this world we're living in, while at the same time finding my own way. I'm filled with an insane amount of questions, concerns, confusion, and sometimes fear even wants to creep in. For some of us, that might look like and feel like losing hope. I have those moments and have to remind myself that God's in control here. I can feel that panic coming on and say, but God knows what he's doing. And he does. God used some pretty harsh lessons in the Bible to teach people about him. Think of it this way. When are you more inclined to get on your knees and pray? Is it when everything's going amazing? Or is it when you're at your lowest of lows and have no choice but to pray? They say even non-believers, when faced with a life-threatening moment in their lives, will pray. It's woven into our spirit to cry out to God when we're faced with pain, suffering, and confusion. Don't think God doesn't know this and that he doesn't use these as the same teachable moments he uses in our individual lives. I'm overcome with grief for this world right now. It's crushing, and it's the reason why a podcast hasn't come out for a while. God and I are sorting some things out, and I don't think it's right for anyone to admit that even though we spread God's love and spread his word and promises, that we don't also struggle. It's okay to need a time out. The strongest of people go up on a mountain and cry out to God alone with incredible anguish. Imagine the tears Jesus shed. Imagine the tears God shedding right now as he looks upon this broken world. The confusion, the stress, the being lost, I feel strongly is our compass that something is off in our hearts. That we're trying to fight battles that aren't ours to fight. That we obviously aren't giving up what's in our world to what is God's world and promises. If you knew everything you were facing could just vanish, would you want that? Now, I can't perfectly explain to you how God does this for us, because that's between you and God. But it is a promise that he makes for us to cast our burdens on him, to not be anxious and to not worry that he's going to guide our path, that he's going to make a way, that he's going to bring understanding beyond our own. And that's something I can't explain my way through in a podcast, because I know that it's only trusting God and making my day more about Him than about me, and that's the only way to understand it, because we actually experience it. I can't give you any more of an understanding on how to make it through these tough times you're facing, other than to say, when you actively do everything to seek Him and trust Him, then you'll get it. There are times when peace comes over me that I know doesn't make any sense. Like when I had a huge surgery 
and wake up to hear my doctor telling me they found cancer on my ovary. I had zero anxiety about it. I was like, oh, okay. God gave me so much peace about it. I remember waiting on tests to see if it had spread, and I don't really remember worrying about it. And I'm a worrier, okay? That's what I do. And I know my family was worried. I know my mom, who is a nurse and knows how bad things could have been, was worried. But I had a peace that surpasses all understanding in a potentially devastating situation. God is amazing. And we have to stop eliminating him when we're burdened or lack trust in him when everything feels sideways in life. And the further away he feels, the more we need to press in. Read your Bible, pray often, study everything you can, and then study some more. When you're feeling down, read a psalm or a proverb or two. Listen to uplifting Christian music. Find beauty. God will reveal himself to you and surprise you with what he can do. I, however, cannot. So it's up to you to dig in and let the magic of his promises happen in your life as you wait on him to reveal his purpose for what you're currently facing. Thank you for joining me on today's podcast. You can subscribe, if you've not already done so, on most podcasting services. If you'd like to help me spread God's promises to others, please consider rating this podcast in the app you're listening with and leave a review. This helps my podcast be recommended to more people looking for inspirational, faith-based podcasts. If you'd like to know more about my ministry or my music or would like to connect on social media, you can visit me on my website, www.shannonrains.com. That's S-H-A-N-N-O-N-R-E-I-G-N-S dot com. You can also find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at S Rains Music. 